Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and today we're going to talk about Google. We're going to talk about why Google wants you to succeed and what they're doing to help you do just that. And to be perfectly honest, I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Stormy Knight. With 27 years of search engine optimization, you'd think she'd have a mumbo-jumbo pile of technical complexity to show you. But instead, she's distilled all of her experience down to the simple basics that any small business person needs to understand and implement. Having worked as a speaker for the launch program for Google My Business, she knows what small business owners want to hear. Make it understandable and make it implementable is her motto. Stormy, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. I am so excited to have you here because I think this is a really important topic. So let's start with the basics. I have a website. I have social media. Why do I need to worry about a Google profile? Well, the main reason is because Google's product that they sell is great search results. That's why they are where they are today. And so to have great search results, they need data. Tons and tons and tons and tons and trillions of tons of data. And what they want is small business people to have a Google business profile so that they can have a full range of data about each and every business. So that when someone types in a search that's related to goods and services, that they can show them the best choices in those search results for them to, for the person to move forward and go, okay, I'm ready to start working with this business or calling them or driving to their location. So they have Google Maps to give you the directions. They have, they're the large, Google is the largest owner of business databases in the world. But they don't have all the little details about what product lines you carry, what services you offer, do you have ADA accessibility, do you have a restroom, everything about that business. The more that they can bring in and work with you as a partner, the more they know that they are confident about serving you up in search results. So at the end of the day, your website is a hub, but Google is going to be the place where many people are going to discover you as a company. Absolutely. And so I want to get discovered. I, I, I'm ready to get started. What do I do? Well, the first thing is to type into your, your business name into Google. Um, you'll see something called the info box on the right-hand side. And if they have your data already, they will, they, you can see if there's a own this business, you can click on that and it'll tell you whether or not it's been claimed or not. If it hasn't been claimed, then you need to go to business.google.com and basically put in your company information name, official name, and uh, usually just that alone will get you there. You might want to put a phone number because they have all of that general phone and company name and address from the databases that they have. And that will get you in. It'll do a very little verification process. And then you will have the ability to add to your Google business profile. And that's at the end of the day, the thing that they want you to do. So what kind of information should I be including in my profile? Well, it should be as complete as possible. You know, don't sweat bullets. I've seen <laughs> people get obsessive and OCD about the information they put in their business profile. But you should include everything that your customers would theoretically want. Like if you carry a large line of brand products, those brand products should be there. 
you, if you're closing for holidays or you have a lunch hour where you're not available, you should, if you're a hotel and your business travelers come from an airport, then you should have detailed directions on how to get to the hotel. So anything that's, that, that makes life easier for your prospective clients and allows them to make a decision about whether or not to work with you over somebody else is a good choice to put into Google Business Profiles. Okay, so I've got my profile, I've put my hours of operation, I've listed my products, I've put some photographs of the business, all of that there. Am I done? Well, there's two things that Google wants to see because there's there's a ton of data out there. But one of the things that they want to know as far as quality is, is this business actively engaging with clients right now? And the two things that can tell them that information is if you're doing anything on social media, add Google posts onto your list of things to do and places to send information to. That tells Google, yes, we are actively having, you know, events and things happening and we're, we've sponsored a little league team or we're, we're working as we're raising money on a 5k, all of those kinds of information tells Google, yeah, you're a real company. The other thing that tells Google you're a real company and you're really actively working with people is reviews. Um, Reviews are the number two thing, ratings and reviews, are the number two thing after proximity in terms of local search results. You can't move your business every day to get close to people, but you can get reviews and ratings hopefully every day or a couple times a week so that Google's constantly getting new data saying, yes, these, these people have actively worked with this company and they have something to say. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. And if we have time, we can talk about good good versus bad. But they just want to see new new data coming in talking about your company. That's what tells them, yeah, feel confident about showing this company in search results. You know, it's uh, funny because I do a presentation specifically talking about user-generated content and the statistics around human beings and our tendency to believe the word of absolute strangers over a company really speaks to that importance of reviews, not just for Google, but for for your customers when they find you on a map, on the Google listing, and it has 5,000 reviews and a 4.9 rating, that's going to carry a lot of weight versus 25 reviews. And actually, I've even seen it where if there are more reviews, even if the rating is a little lower, and that speaks to, you know, you're going to have a few bad reviews. Um, but if there's a volume, that gives credibility not just to, for, to Google, but I think to human beings also. Oh, yeah. It's very important to the searchers. You know, the thing is, is people go online to solve a problem mm-hmm. or fix a pain. And mm-hmm. the main thing that they really care a lot about is, Am I making the right decision? Am I am I assuming risk by dealing with this company? And so I tell people that you want as much as possible to respond to every single review as quickly as you possibly can. Good, mm-hmm. but more importantly, bad. Because mm-hmm. if you have a good review or you have a review, it's just data. But if you have a response, it's a story. Yes. And story changes people's behavior. And so when you have a good review, oh, thanks so much. Oh, this is so great. Oh, you know, be effusive. Um, And then if you have a bad review, be more effusive. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that you had this terrible experience. Please, Brian is waiting for your call at 
you know, 707, whatever the number is, we want to make this right. As soon as someone sees that, they know I'm not assuming any risk. And if something goes wrong, they're going to make it right. And that is such an important psychology when you're, Mm -hmm. when you're starting a relationship with a business online, because you don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, like the old cartoon said, internet, you don't know if you're a dog. They don't know if you're a dog of a business either. So Mm -hmm. that review and then that response is going to seal the deal for a lot of people. Absolutely. And I always caution people, you know, I use, I had a client who always wanted to argue and solve the problem online. And I was like, you you can't win. Don't do that. No, no. I'm I'm sorry you were disappointed. In a way, it's almost like treating someone like they're standing in the lobby of your business yelling. You want to calm them down and invite them into your office for a private conversation. Yes, and exactly. When, when you said, hey, Bobby is standing by or Jim's ready to take your call, you're inviting them in to sit down and have that conversation. And I think that is such a, a powerful way to manage an interaction with someone. Yeah, and if you want to get into an argument in the, in, in the review <laughs> section of your business, which is just such a bad idea, it's going to stay there and stink forever. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. seen arguments going on from five years ago, and I think mm-hmm. this guy's a jerk. And if you're thinking that that person is a jerk, you're not going to want to do business with them because you assume you're going to get an argument if something goes wrong. You know, you talk about it in terms of what Google's looking for as its data. Every time you go back with another response, you're adding more data and yeah. making that negative review actually more authoritative. Yes, it is. Everyone is afraid of risk. And mm-hmm. that's what review what that's what reviews are supposed to be taken care of is your sense of risk. Absolutely. So when you go to your sister-in-law and you say, "Oh, we we need to have new flooring put in in the kitchen. Ours is getting really beat up." And your sister tells you, "Oh, these people are great and I had a problem and they took care of it." Okay. But if you go to the review for that flooring company and every single person says, "I had problems and they didn't take care of it." You're not going to trust your sister's opinion, even though she may have had a great time. I mean, she may have had a wonderful interaction with them. The problem is, is that people want to leave reviews when they're pissed more than when they're happy. Mm -hmm. So you have to be proactive about the activities that you do as a business person to make sure that the happy people leave reviews. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stormy, this has been great. Thank you so much for dropping by and talking a little bit about Google with me. Sure. I am going to encourage anybody, if you're listening and you're curious about uh, storming and learning a little bit more about reviews, there'll be a link to fivestarsfast.com, a review software, and you'll be able to pick up some incentives and sign up for a free trial of the software. And I really think you guys should check it out. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to drop by digitaltoolbox.club. Watch a video, download a worksheet, see what you need to learn to grow your business.